Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. I am John, and I'm joined by Ronnie, who I'm going to give some grief to. Do you remember when you said, hey, can we switch from Sundays to Mondays? And I said, yes. sure, Ronnie, let's do it. And then I texted you on Monday, and you're like, oh, I'm at a Suns game. <laughs> well, yeah. So Monday, I got tickets to the Suns game. I swear you I told you about it. Did you get the tickets Monday? Did you get the tickets on Monday, the same I, day? I swear I told you about it like one week or two weeks ago. I, I'm pretty sure I said, hey, just a heads up. I got a game that I'm going to, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you. I think so you forgot. Maybe you did, but I, maybe you didn't specify game. And I thought you were going to like your son's basketball game or something. <laughs> and you would be done by, by 8 o'clock. But I never thought it was the, the son's game. That's why I texted you like, hey, we're still good to go tonight. And then <laughs> hours went by. <laughs> and you're like, no. Man. So you, know, you got a, f- a lot of nerves showing your face around here, Ronnie. So sorry. It was a fun game, though. I went against the – I went oh, to go the watch the Lakers. Game. It was actually – disappointing because i didn't get to see lebron ad yeah. russell westbrook play they were all sitting out so i was like well that's dumb you know and then booker was out too i'm like geez so it's like what's the point of you know spending this money to go watch this game but i don't know it was still fun you know we went with a group of guys you know the four of us so um i got to watch schroeder i thought it was printed out schroeder but it's schroeder i guess he has a Dennis schroeder of yeah. the uh, lakers yep i get to watch him i guess he has like two dots above his of uh, above the letter O or whatever it is, but it doesn't show on like regular stuff. So I pronounce it Schroeder, but it's Schroeder and he scored 30 points. So, and I told the guys, I was like, watch this guy. Like he's, he's really good. He's probably my favorite player on a team. And, and yet we got a 30 point game that game. So that was cool to watch. Nice. But yeah. Suns beat the pants up for the Lakers. 130, 104. So that was sweet. Yeah. That that's always frustrating. And I, I wonder now that you've, you as a fan perspective, when you go to a game and you're expecting to see certain players, certain top class tier stop tier players mm-hmm. and they're not playing whether it be injury or or just regular rest that's got to be frustrating yeah it so was hopefully fans across the the league going to games aren't i mean they are right there's been so many injuries and so mm-hmm. many outs clay thompson hasn't played a single back-to-back game this year he's always wow. sat out the second leg of a back-to-back i didn't know that at least it's consistent so yeah if 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 you're going that and you're like, ooh, it's a second game of back-to-back, I'm not going to see Clay. At least you know that going in if they consistently do it. It's just right. the randoms. Hey, he's out today. That's yep. got to suck. Yeah, we saw this one on the calendar and we are like, cool, we're going to be able to see all these guys. We had the tickets, like, uh, I don't know, I want to say at least three weeks in advance, you know? So, yeah, very frustrating. But you know what the nice thing was, though, is LeBron actually made the trip down to sit on the sideline. So I was able to, like, visibly see him. Him and AD, they were talking to each other on the sideline in the street clothes. But... I just didn't get him to see him play. So I, I still yelled a couple of things to him. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned them in street clothes. And that we're going to talk about nicknames a little bit later on the podcast. But that was one of uh, Anthony Davis's nicknames, street clothes, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that you got to see him in his natural form. Nice. <laughs> I wonder why they call uh, him but, that. Well, really? <laughs> he's what? always in street clothes. Oh, because he's, he's always playing. injured? That's his yeah. nickname? <laughs> That's his nickname, street clothes. That's awesome. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about trade rumors and the Hall of Fame class that was just released. But we have a couple other news that we want to cover first. First, let's start with the Knicks. They lose their 2025 second round pick due to the tampering investigation with Jalen Brunson joining the Knicks. Do you think that's accurate? Do you think that's fair? Uh, Do you think the 2025 pick should go to the team that was wronged, in this case, the Mavericks? It doesn't. It just disappears and vanishes. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. That role. They should implement that. But they just lose a draft pick. Where? Yeah, so when they lose a draft, draft pick, just, what do this? Does it just uh, the, all the teams just kind of like move up on a the list? They just skip yeah, that essentially. Yeah, okay, they just skip it. 
I don't know if they did it where like they picked him and then someone else had the rights to that pick or anything like that. No, that would be no. It's just gone. It's just like it never happened, or or they chose not to pick anybody. <laughs> okay. Um, it, what's interesting is when I saw this, I was like, second round pick, that's worthless. And then I decided yeah. to look up who are some valuable, somewhat contemporary second round picks that have been big, you know, performers for their teams. Off the top of my head, I couldn't think of anybody. Can you think of off the top of your head any player that was taken in the second round? That's like a oh dang, I can't believe they were in the second round. When we were doing those redrafts, there was a couple of players where I was surprised to see some players in the second round. So I know there's some good ones out there, but I can't, I don't remember yeah. any second round players. No, those, those were also pretty, fairly long ago. But the, the one that jumped out to me the most, well, Manu Ginobili was a second round player. That was quite a bit of time ago. Draymond Green was actually taken in the second round, okay, which I, I didn't know as well. But the one that just literally made my jaw drop is the current reigning MVP of the league, Nikolai Jokic was taken 41st pick overall by the Nuggets. Wow. So that's and amazing. it's just like, how did they miss on him? Normally seven footers, you know, just because you're seven foot, you're going to be in the first round. The fact that he was taken in the second round, the 41st pick in the second uh, overall, you know, late in the second or, or mid second round blows my mind. So there is definitely good picks that you're missing out on. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, as... he must've been hidden, you know? So how do you, how do you miss that? Like, I mean, you see a guy who's but... like the seven footer and he could do everything. He could, he's like a, a point guard essentially at the center position. So yeah, I, maybe he was like be- playing basketball in a country that a lot of people weren't familiar I mean, with or Serbia, weren't watching. Right? He was, he was playing Serbian basketball, which yeah, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the same stage that you're going to get in other leagues, Interesting. but still a seven footer. There's certainly film of him. You certainly knew what, what skills maybe he had that maybe needed to be developed, but every single team passed on him. Some teams passed on him twice before the Nuggets took him. So that ends up looking like, uh, I mean, maybe the best second round pick ever. I I didn't do a ton of research, but wow, that's, that's insane. I think another one I'm thinking of is, I think it could be a big penalty. Yeah. That second round pick. Yeah. I mean, you're still taking a gamble. I mean, the percentage of second round picks, you know, what is it? Probably like, I want to say like 10% of them, like make it big. So it's like not past, a huge percentage. You know, eight percentage. years of the league or get yeah. a second contract. Yeah, for if sure. If I remember correctly, I think one of the, I think Ray Allen was the second round pick. I want to, I want to say he was, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I just, I literally just did it really quick. Like, I wonder who was up there. Those are the yeah. first ones that popped out at me. So I'm sure there's a lot of other ones. Uh, don't send me your hate mail that I, I missed your favorite player. But <laughs> those were the ones that jumped out at me initially. Uh, a player that wasn't a second round pick, the player that was taken very high in the draft Right out of high school, in fact, Amari Stoudemire was recently arrested for allegedly hitting his daughter, uh, child abuse. Well, I forget what the exact charge was, but he was arrested after uh, he was talked to his uh, – I don't know. This is a <laughs> weird story. Uh, this is a quote from him that he talked to the police. He was be- She was being disruptive and a liar and that he reportedly punched his daughter in the jaw and slapped her several times after she gave attitude to her grandmother, which – yeah, that's not a good position to be in. But yeah. to me, the weirdest thing was the statement that he released. Uh, the statement that he released is just – it's so bananas to me. So the first part makes sense. Okay, here I'm going to quote it here. Over the last 24 hours, an incident at my family home led to me being charged with assaulting my daughter. It is an allegation based on a report that does not square with the facts. Okay, that's a denial. right? That's That's mm-hmm. pretty typical. The next line just has me scratching my head. I am of the Jewish faith. Today, Jewish people all over the world celebrate Hanukkah and hear the story of how we fought wickedness. <laughs> yeah, that's 
because that's on his mind, you know, with all this going on. (laughs) What is he trying to say? What is he trying to do here? It's it's just bananas. It's completely irrelevant to to anything related to this case. So it's like, okay, cool. Thanks, Samari. (laughs) Well, he's obviously out of jail, even though he was arrested, you know, so he's because he's tweeting still. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're when you're a rich celebrity, you don't go to jail. Yeah. Uh, he further said, I believe that whatever is hateful to you, you do not do to others. As the investigation unfolds, the facts will show the allegation to be groundless, as my daughter's medical condition is not a result of being assaulted by a father who is nearly seven feet tall and weighs 250 pounds. I can never yeah. see myself assaulting any person, especially my children. I respect, protect, and love my family, particularly my children. As a father, I ask for your grace as we secure our space and privacy. So the first thing I read was... Stoudemire allegedly told cops his daughter received a whooping from him from being disrespectful and a liar. So I saw that. I was like, well, good. Like someone's actually like stepping up to the kids and like, you know, okay. they, that's they kind of okay. deserve it. But then <laughs> a whooping and, <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between this. You should. Oh, boy. But then I well, because, you know, some kids deserve it. You know, some kids sure, talk sure, back. Sure. You know, they actually do deserve it. But then like. No, when, don't then, say that, Ronnie. We're going to backtrack, guys. <laughs> Ronnie's just kidding. They don't deserve to be punched by a 7-foot, 250-pound man. <laughs> Ronnie they does, deserve does to not be, represent JNR basketball. <laughs> <laughs> when I punish my kid for mouth and back, I take away her mini mouse doll. <laughs> right. But it's, then, yeah, but when when you're reading all this extra stuff, you know, I'm like, okay, that's making it sound bad. Like, hitting her in a jaw? Like, no. Yeah, like, that's... Yeah. When I'm Straight thinking of whooping, I'm thinking, like, maybe smack her on a butt or something like that, you know, give her a good spank, you know? But... Then the way they're showing it, like the way they're actually going through it, I'm like, okay, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's definitely not right. And, you know, as you know, Amari is a man of the Jewish faith and he was celebrating his Hanukkah. Uh, no, it's just a weird statement from Amari. I, 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 we'll, we'll see if this story goes away or, or if he's, he's press charged. I mean, we saw Adrian Peterson get in a lot of trouble for putting a whooping on his son. When he was a kid, you beat him with a stick. Yeah, I, Amari's not in the league anymore, so he doesn't face any repercussions from the NBA. But man, what a what an escalation that was unexpected from from a person that I, you know, Amari never seemed like that sort of person. So, wonder if the truth will come out. I wonder if he'll just quietly go away. Uh, but Amari was arrested and released a bizarre statement. So I'm googling real quick: Is Amari Stoudemire in the Hall of Fame? Amari Stoudemire is not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, he's in the Hall of Shame. Uh, I mentioned is Amari in the Hall of Fame. Because the Hall of Fame could potentially do something to him. They could remove him if, if they felt that was necessary. Mm-hmm. But they also just released the Hall of Fame nominees for this upcoming class. And there's some what what are considered surefire Hall of Fame or first ballot Hall of Fame sort of guys. So I wanted to just talk about them real quick. Uh, those guys, the, fir- the four virtual locks, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, and from the coaching side, Greg Popovich was also uh, his first time being on the ballot. Well, that's cool because he's still playing that, it. He's still coaching for the NBA yeah. team. So, so, yeah. Do you see any of those? I, I, let me rephrase the question. Do you think they're all going to be first ballot? Do you think they're all going to go in without any issue? Do you think some of them might struggle? Paul Gasol might struggle. Who is the other one after him? Uh, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. I think Tony Parker, Parker will make it easily. But no, just... Uh, it is it is it Paul or Pa Gasol? It's spelled P A U. That's right. Because I I used to call him Paul for the longest time, and I haven't seen his name for a. And long, he hated wow. it. He would talk yeah. to you all the time, be like, "Ronnie, my name's Paul, <laughs> not Paul. Please, please call me by my right name." Yeah. Like whatever, Paul. Get but back then, to work. Then I just pretended he was my grandpa, and I started calling him yeah. Pa. 
<laughs> it got really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, no doubt about it. They should absolutely be Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. Uh, Paul Gasol and Tony Parker. I would need to look at their stats to know for sure, but I guess, you know, they're considered virtual locks on the first ballot. So then I started thinking, who who is still trying to get into the Hall of Fame that's, that didn't make it on their first ballot? There's actually a ton of people, but uh, one a couple of the names that jumped out to me, Chauncey Billups, uh, he was a longtime Pistons player, I believe, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he won a guy. championship yep. with them. He is not in the Hall of Fame. He's still on the ballot trying to get in. To get in, he needs there's there's a committee of nine people. Seven of the nine must confirm that he is a Hall of Famer in order for him to get into the Hall of Fame. That has not yet happened. I don't again, I don't have his stats in front of me. I don't feel like he's a Hall of Fame player. What are your thoughts? You probably watched him more growing up than I did. I sure do. I mean he's he's he did so good for Detroit. He brought him up he got him a championship back in the day. And then, so uh, <laughs> good is so different than Hall of Famer, though, right? That's yeah. Where's the bar, right? He did so good, great. I'm trying to, does I'm, that deserve? Does that is that enough to warrant getting into the Hall? Uh, one championship, I guess it doesn't, but multiple, yes. I'm trying to. I want to. I need to pull up his stats and everything like that. Oh no, no, no! Don't do that. I just, I just wanted your knee jerk reaction. My there's a initial guys reaction, that, yeah. I, I feel like he deserves to be in there. Okay. Tom Chambers, I That's think he's a, a long-time Phoenix, tough like one because, Phoenix Suns guy. So, right? so I'm walking through the halls of you know the the stadium, and I see a big Tom Chambers thing. When my my buddy was going to the restroom, I started reading all these good things that he did, and I'm like, yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> and then you said this that he ha- he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm like, well, I mean, he's been a multiple All Star winner. I mean, he he didn't win any championships, but. He himself was a fantastic player back in the day, so I kind of think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame just because he was a great player. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a different bars, you and I, because I don't think either of these guys are. Like, I don't think of him as like a legend or a great. The way I do, like Dirk and Dwayne Wade. To me, yeah. those guys are certainly a tier above. I and I would say ask, Paul Gasol and Tony Parker are a tier below those two guys. Yeah, I think if you ask anybody else that's not a Suns fan, they'll be like, no, who's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. And that that should play a part of it. Like Anyone that's a casual basketball fan knows who Dirk Nowitzki is. They know who Dwayne Wade is. But when you if you saw Tom Chambers in the Hall of Fame, you actually read what he accomplished, then you would be like, oh, I, I didn't even know that guy. You know, you'd be like, I, I can't believe sure. I didn't know that guy. Last one for you, another former son, Sean Marion, is also on this list, which I was surprised to see his name on the list, to be perfectly honest. So, Do you think Sean Marion's a Hall of Famer? Sean Marion was a great defensive player, and that's probably why he's still being considered and, and not removed. So you get removed from the list if you have like a couple of years, maybe two, three years, I, I had it in front of me, I don't have any more, of zero votes. So if nobody, oh, three consecutive years of zero votes, then you're removed from from the nominee list. So he has he's not there yet, so he has gotten some votes, but he hasn't gotten into the hall. I mean, obviously, you know, we <laughs> we have different standards of what gets in a yeah. hall of fame, you know. So I, I think if I saw him in a hall of fame, you know, I'd be like, heck yeah, like he deserves it. Like he was one of my favorite players when he was on the Suns. He had that second jump, you know, where he just like out jump everybody and all he would out rebound everybody he he could shoot anywhere he could he just totally helped our team to elevate them to the get to the 
conference championships and lose, but then he eventually got traded to the Mavericks and he won a championship with them. He, right. I think he helped elevate the Mavericks to push them over the edge to beat, you know, LeBron James and, and the Heat back in the day. So, or was it I the agree Cavs? With you. He pushed them over the edge, but I feel like a lot of players could have helped push them over the edge. I'm, just, I'm looking at his career stats. He averaged 15 points a game in his career. Yeah, that doesn't that's, sound good, but eh. it's... He shot less than 50%, 48% shooting, 33 from behind the arc, 8 ish rebounds two assists per game those aren't hall of fame stats to me i think he's a great role player i think he's a key part of a team that wins a championship but i don't think you can build a team around sean marion and that to me does not put him in the hall of fame now he was on the amazing race with cedric Sabalis. my wife and i are watching old seasons of the amazing race i was blown away to see them uh he was terrible at that game <laughs> him and cedric Sabalis were very confused and, and you know not good. So he does not go into the Amazing Race Hall of Fame for sure. And I, I don't think he makes it into the Basketball Hall of Fame. I don't know. I don't know. It's, what, we'll find what, out, Ronnie. What, so we'll find out what are, soon. What is your standards? Like, what do you have to have to, like, make the Hall of Fame? Do you have something where you, like, as long as you have this, then you're, you, you're automatically going to be in a Hall of Fame? Or, like, what do you look I, at? I think if you are, are a top player consistently for... 10 years okay then you then you're certainly a, a, worthy of the hall of fame so what if you're just like a top player for what if you're the best player in the league for like two or three years but you got injured you don't make the hall of fame no, but you won your team all. three championships through those three years well you just said you just said two years but now it's three years so. okay i know i upped <laughs> it up a little bit changing, <laughs> what, what if it was three years so what if you only play for two years you help your team win three championships and you make it to four all-star games <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't I, I don't think so. Okay. And Chauncey Phillips think- made twelve NBA playoffs and she's so good. But he wasn't the best player on his team. Five time all star player. He was one of the best players in the league. I would disagree with that. There may be one or two years when he was in the top ten. I don't know. These two players Maybe. like Chauncey Phillips and Sean Marion, like they made such an impact when I was watching them play, Absolutely. you know, like I just, Absolutely. I feel like yeah. they were some of the best players in the league and they do deserve to be in a hall of fame because they were, they were excellent. And I, I remember them playing, you know, so I don't know. I just, so I'm going to give, I'm going to give ourselves homework assignments, Ronnie. The next okay. time we meet, I want to revisit this hall of fame subject. Uh, I want to look you and me to look through the hall of fame and look at some of the names of people that are, that are in the hall of fame and be like, what, what is he doing in there? He doesn't belong to me there. So maybe you find some people that, that are worse than Sean Marion in the hall of fame. Okay. And I'll concede that, but I don't, I think the bar is higher than Sean Marion and Chauncey Billups. Uh, at least I hope it is <laughs> <laughs> at least in my, my perception it should be, but let's look through the hall of fame. Let's look through the records and we'll find out who, who are some of the worst players and let's go like 1990 and on. So you know, someone that's, you know, I could appreciate to, to your us. Hall of Fame more than I would appreciate my Hall of Fame if we both both had one. You know, like yours would be like the best players. Yeah. You know, and it would be like it would be hard to get in the Hall of Fame, which it should be. You know, mine it would be, be like yeah. this guy was really good. So he was but then good. Yeah. mine would be like filled with a bunch <laughs> of really good players. But you'd all you'd get like there would just be like too many players. You know, you'd kind of you get water tired it down of it. too much. Right, it's not it's not as prestigious. Yep, mine would be watered down. Good good way of saying that. Thanks, Ronnie. 
Uh, let's talk about trade rumors. The the trade deadline is is in February. I don't have it in front of me, but normally it's right around the All Star game. The All Star game is in February. Speaking of All Star game, jumping all over the place here. I see Squirrel. Uh, all Star voting is open right now, so vote for your favorite All Star to be on the All Star team. You can do that at NBA.com. Okay. Uh, voting goes until January something. 19th, 19th, 27th, maybe? I don't know. But the, the All-Star game, I believe, is February 19th. So vote for your favorite All-Star today. As we approach the All-Star game, teams need to start reflecting and say, are we buyers? Are we sellers? Are we standing pat? Are we going to trade? And I wanted to talk about some of the trade rumors that are already starting. Some of them that shocked me. Uh, the one that doesn't shock me, let's start there. Jay Crowder of the Phoenix Suns hasn't played a single game this season in a Suns uniform. He was listed as not being a starter. He took exception to that. There might be more behind the scenes, obviously. And basically, he said, I'm not playing. The Suns said, cool, we'll try to trade you. Right now, they still have leverage because the trade deadline is so far away. They actually declined to deal with Washington. That was a kind of a crappy deal. Mm -hmm. But Jay Crowder, do you think he'll be traded before the deadline? Uh, it's This one's tough because it's hard to... like. Do teams actually want this guy who... You know, said yes. he's going to play for the Suns. No, I mean, so I don't think they do because he he said he's going to play for us, but then all of a sudden he just kind of chose not to. He just sat out for and no reason. Like there's no explanation for it. And so why he would they want disrespected by the Suns organization? Robbie. Yeah, why would they want to play for that team? <laughs> why would they want a player like that on their team when they don't know what right. caused so I, this? And you know, why why do they want I think, that? I think you want it because you know that it's going to be short term. And you know that if you're making a playoff run, his experience is going to be helpful. It's going to help you win a game. So yeah. I think that's why teams would take a risk on that. I want him to play for the Sun still. But I don't I actually want him to play. Mending that bridge, right? <laughs> yeah, I, that I don't think there is. Yeah, he was my favorite player I, last year. I think he'll get moved before the season, before the All Star break. I hope. Otherwise, we're just sitting on a player that's not playing, which is not helpful. But I think the Suns. The price will start to come down. You know, probably what they're waiting for is an injury. Some yeah. player gets hurt somewhere. Oh, crap. I thought that was going to happen with Cam Johnson. Yeah. Well, like I said, I don't think he's coming back to the Suns. Yeah. So what that, teams that are interested in him? The Wizards were interested in him. They offered a trade, allegedly offered a trade that the Suns declined. They want a starter quality player back for yeah. Jay Crowder, which is sort of like... Why would they trade a starter quality for another potentially, you know, cusp starter quality player? Yeah. I don't know. And according to of... the Suns, Jay Crowder isn't a starter quality anymore. You know? Right, right. So uh, that's why I think their price is a little bit too high right now. The Lakers have expressed interest in Crowder as well. well I think that's kind of a good fit there. It would especially be. with, you know, Anthony Davis being eh. And they don't really have, you know, LeBron is, is LeBron, but they don't, they have a good backcourt, but I think their front court is is kind of undersized and small. So and I think he would be a good fit there. I heard about this that before and I, I didn't like it because there was the, there was huge competition between LeBron James and Jay Crowder um in the playoffs with the Suns. Like they're rivalries, you know, like I they were LeBron and Jay were butting heads and then they're gonna team them up. I, I think that'd be dumb. I don't I mean, like look that. Look at Russ and Beverly, right? They're on the same team. Right. I don't I didn't like it. Okay, so you don't like it, but I, I just we, like we we accept that it could work in a in a certain situation, right? But then we just lose that rivalry, you know. It's like why do you team up with people that like you can't beat them, join them? It's like one of those situations, you know. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. At the end of the day, the Suns need to move him because he's just a malcontent. 
Yep. And you want to get something back before he walks for free. Exactly. Who else? This one, this name surprised me. Trey Young was listed as a potential person to be traded. Yeah, you know, they're right. trying this with two shooters, with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. I I don't think it's – I can't say – I think it's too early to say it's not working. But if they don't make any progress in the playoffs, if they kind of stay as a bottom-feeding playoff team, then, yeah, maybe you need to make some changes and, and, and move Trey. But I would be shocked if Trey Young gets moved before the end of the season. It would It would need to take like a – a fire sale or something to cause that to happen. Please don't Have say the Suns are interested in him. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Suns, Suns would not be interested in Trey Young. God, that would drive me crazy. No, that's interesting. I, I didn't hear about any trade rumors on, on him. So huh. I wonder what team he would be a good fit on, you know, like what team needs a point guard where they could really use him? Because like you said, they, yeah, they do have two point guards and we discussed at the beginning of the year, how is it going to work? And maybe right. this is why they're doing it. Maybe they're trying to save some monies because they know they were going to have to offer a trade like a max deal. I don't know. One of the uh, rumors was with the Brooklyn Nets that Kyrie would be moved. You know, the Nets are, are Kyrie'd out. Yeah. Potentially a Kyrie for Trey sort of swap. But um, there is some rule, and I didn't quite understand it. I was reading it late at night, so I apologize. But there's some rule that basically Ben Simmons and Trey Young can't play on the same team hmm. because they're both on their rookie fifth year extension of a rookie contract or something like that. And you can only have you know, one player per team or two players per team on something like that. And having Trey and Ben would violate that. I don't remember the details of it. I'll have to look that up. But they're saying, oh, that can't happen because Trey and Ben can't be on the same team. To which my initial reaction was like, ooh, what's the drama there? But <laughs> right. no, no drama, just some some NBA contractual rules to prevent teams from, I guess, getting uh, a rookie super team. Yeah, like a rookie super team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the other names I've heard, the basically the Charlotte Hornets, they're open for sale. So Terry Rozier, PJ Washington, Kelly Oubre. It seems like all of those players are, are you know, make them an offer. They're willing to move those guys. And that just makes sense. Come on, Sons, Especially get the, Oubre back. <laughs> I don't think they'd bring <laughs> Oubre back. Maybe. He'd be Man, bring him some toughness. That would be, be nice. such a good replacement for Cam Johnson right now, bringing Oubre yeah. back. But the, the Hornets are for sale. Uh I don't know. Uh, Terry Rozier's on that list. He's hurt or he's missed a couple of games. I don't know if he's back in the lineup now, but uh, certainly Kelly Oubre would be would be a good one. Okay, cool. With Lamelo being hurt constantly, yeah, it just makes sense. They, I mean, they were in the playing game last year. Uh, they are they are not good this year. They are struggling. They yep. are eight and twenty four. So they were last. And then the last right? one, they are tied for last with the. Well, no, technically the Pistons are worse, but they have. The fewest number of wins in the league. Stupid Pistons. <laughs> yeah, the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Hornets all under 10 wins so far this season. Last one I want to talk about is the Bulls. There's trouble in Chicago. You may have seen this, may not have seen this. The Bulls right now are 13-18. and 18. This was a team that was a playoff team last year. Mm -hmm. And they're under 500. there has been some tension between Zach Levine and Levine. DeMar DeRozan. Levine? You, yep. I thought you said Levine before we started. No, I said Levine. I feel like you're messing with me. At this I, I, I've heard you say Levine before, and yeah. I've heard on TV that it's Levine. Levine, like Adam Levine, lead yeah. singer of Maroon 5. Okay. I, I hope I'm Zach not wrong. Levine, Zach Levine and his brother Adam are starting a band. And <laughs> <laughs> Zach Levine is not happy. 
the Bulls aren't winning. Uh, there's there's a lot of tension there. So his name has been linked as somebody that could potentially be traded. And it's interesting that he never signed a contract with Chicago. When you start thinking about that, he was traded to Chicago, and then he had an offer. He was a restricted free agent towards the end of his rookie deal, and they matched his offer sheet. So he never really had a chance to not go anywhere. So okay, it's possible he doesn't want to be there, and they just keep keep. They traded for him, and then they they did the offer sheet. So I be interesting if he if he truly doesn't want to be there. I think there's a lot you could get back for trading him. So will the Bulls be able to pull the trigger on that if they continue on this drought? This wind drought that they're on, they're they're four and six in the last ten games. Like I said, they're three games. I'm sorry, five games below 500. If they're out of it and they're accepted, they're out of it. I would absolutely trade him to to get some pieces back and and try to start over there because, ugh. Let's talk about how bad the Bulls are. They had Jimmy Butler in his prime and they let him walk. <laughs> right. What this are you really, doing, guys? This is interesting because the well. So they're 11th place in the East, right? So they're one spot out of the, the play-in. I mean, they could easily make the playoffs. So yeah, they're 13 and 18. But so then there's a difference between easily making the playoffs and actually being competitive in the playoffs. Yeah, they that's true. Move up one spot and now they have to do the play-in game. And guess what? You have to play the Bucks. I mean, that's just brutal. That's where the Hawks have been the last couple of years. And that's why I think they, you know, sometimes you have to kind of hit reset. But right. the Bulls... They were, they were. I don't remember their seating last year, but they were four, three or four in the East last year. Yeah, they. Well, I think I thought they were like seventh. I think they were more towards the bottom. Oh, okay. I might be getting confused with the with a different team, but they were certainly better. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. So I wonder, like, what they're trying to get for Zach Levine. You know, so I don't know if they're gonna get something that's actually gonna turn the team around. You know, if they're able to trade him. You know, I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so the Bulls were the sixth seed last year. That's not right. Yeah, it sounds about right. No, it's, I thought they were seventh. That was that was a little off. Maybe there was. It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is that they're they're not making progress. They're not getting better. If anything, they're getting worse. Lonzo so Ball is still what do you out. Do? He's been injured yeah, for like the whole entire year. He's not going to be the difference. I mean, that team is the top two players on that team are Demar Delarosen and Zach Levine and Goran Dragic. <laughs> Get out of here. Love that guy. Gordon Dragic. Uh so those are all the trade rumors I heard. I'm looking at the standings here, and I think the Lakers could be buyers because they're the Lakers and and you know, they're 13th place in the West. Yeah. They certainly are not in a normally that's when you're a seller, and I could see them being sellers as well, but they don't really have a lot of assets to trade, which makes it really, really challenging. Right? All their draft picks are gone for these trades that they've done. So it'd be tough for them to to make any moves there. The Mavericks, I've heard that they might be sellers. They're sitting at 16 and 16 right now. Maxi Kleber is going to be done for the year, I believe. He just is having some surgery. So their team is, they're kind of at that stage where what do we do? Do we we just pack it in for the season? Uh, It's probably too early to, to make those calls, but they're trending in a direction that's not good. I don't know. I, yeah, oh, I don't know man. what to do. There's, It'll be there was weird. that Westbrook thing going closer. on earlier with the Lakers, too. So I wonder if like there's yeah. any anything where they could get rid of West, Westbrook for DeRozan, you know? But I don't know. Bring in Trey Young. Yeah. There you go. I like that yeah. one. That sounds good. But then <laughs> does anybody really want Westbrook right now? Like, I mean, he was yeah. proving that he was good off the bench now, but 
He's coming, he's good off the bench, and he's an expiring contract. So that yeah. holds value in the NBA. So I don't know. I, I kind of I wonder if something's gonna happen with that. Let's take a look at the standings since we're we're talking about buyers and sellers. And the Celtics are one that are are this is where I think they need a stronger head coach. And you know, would it be different if if Ime was still there? They're twenty two and ten, which, you know, hey, great. They're they're second place, they're half a game back. That's not a big deal. They were twenty one and five, and then they went one and six to get to twenty two and ten. They're four and six of their last ten. They're on a three game losing streak. That is that's a that's a spiral down, and you need leadership to kind of stop that from happening. I just don't know if they have it. It's really concerning. They were getting absolutely destroyed by the Pacers a yeah, couple you nights saw ago. That? They okay. brought it back. Yeah, they brought it back and made it a close game towards the end. But it looked. I mean, it was embarrassing. I, Celtics yeah. Twitter was just basically calling for everybody's head. The ruthless <laughs> fans there in Boston. But one in six, those last five, that's not what you expect from the defending Eastern Conference champions. And is this, like, I, I've seen this happen with other teams, you know, where the Suns were getting blown out too, you know, a couple, that like, for three games in a row. Like, they just have, like, these bad streaks all of a sudden. I don't know what happens. And it was weird to see this, that this happened with the Boston Celtics too, you know, where they, they're yeah. getting blown out by Indiana. Indiana's not a great team. And Boston had, like, all their main guys in there. So it was really weird. I don't know if I think teams just party or... I don't know, maybe party, but I think you just get complacent. It's a long season and you just go through phases where you're going through the motions. And I think that's where a strong head coach can snap you out of that and get you back on on track here. And you're right. We've seen it with the Suns. We've seen it with a lot of teams. It's not not a unique to the Celtics sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. if you don't have that coach, this is is where the head coach, the interim head coach is really going to earn his money right now. Can you get this team back on track or... Are you going to continue to spiral? Because there's good teams in the East. The Bucks are first place right now. The Cavs are nipping on their heels. The Nets, the Nets put up 91 points in the <laughs> first half against the Warriors. Yeah, that's insane. They're playing good basketball. So when th- that was the uh, jumping back to that, the Nets scored 91 points in the first half. That is number three all time in the NBA. Nice. Do you yeah, know that, the other ones. That was amazing. I right. saw that tweet and I was like, that was, that was crazy to yeah. see. So in 1990, the Phoenix Suns scored 107 points in the first half. Yeah. That's like they, do, they used to do tacos. I don't know what they do now when they score 100. <laughs> yeah, that in the first half. That's I insane. Know. The 2015, I want to say, Warriors scored 92 points in the first half, which makes sense. That was Splash Brothers Prime. Uh, they could put up a lot of points. But then this was third, 91 points. They were one point away from having 10 players with double-digit points. They had nine players that scored 10 points or more, one player that scored nine points. They just put up a a, a freaking like JV basketball club's numbers here. Yeah. I don't think they do any free food anymore for points, like if you score over 100 points, because every single team in NBA is averaging yeah, over 100 points. So yeah, the so much. Yep. But they do, from, like the Suns did free Carl's Jr. if the Suns made 11 three-pointers. And then they also did okay. free Chick-fil-A if the opposing team missed two free throws in a row. So it got really loud on those free throws. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So in the East, the Celtics, they got a lot of they got a lot of hot teams right on their back. You know, the 76ers are not too far down there. The Heat continue to struggle. They're playing the injury game. The Hawks are at eighth. The Pacers are a big surprise to me. 16 and 16. They're ahead of the Raptors. They're ahead of the Bulls. Both of those teams were playoff teams last year. Don't skip year. over the Knicks because they had a, I think it was an eight-game winning streak that just I, got broken. I did skip over the Knicks. Yeah, they just lost that. They were 8-2, and two, 
Uh, there was an article headline, and I thought it was just clickbait, but it's like, the Knicks may not lose another game this season, which obviously <laughs> is clickbait, but then they immediately lost the game. But yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're playing well together. They're gelling, they're, they're jiving, and, and they're winning basketball games. They're 8-2 their last 10 games. They are eight, four games over 500 in sixth place in the East right now. So yeah, yeah I, the I did Brunson see over trade there. is looking really good right now. Absolutely. So let's take a look at the West real quick because there's to me the West is just absolutely shocking, and we're West Coast guys, so yeah, that that certainly plays part of it. Hey, one the quick fact thing: that the Warriors, yeah, just the Nets have the current longest winning streak in the NBA right now at seven. I just want to throw that in there. That's all. But yeah, let's go to the West. Yeah, you're right. They're on a seven-game winning streak. I, I meant to call that out. Uh, the West, the Warriors are 11th. The Lakers are 13th. Both of these teams, you and I thought were playoff teams. The Timberwolves are 10. And for some, some wow, somehow, some way, the Jazz and the Kings are seven and six, respectively. Yeah, right? uh, just, it's just absolutely crazy. So you think you know what you know. And, and when they actually play the games, they, they come up and they, they play so much better. Yeah. Lori Markkanen for the Jazz has really stepped up and is just playing fantastically. Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, this Jazz team looks better than they did last year after trading their quote-unquote best players. Yep. Yeah, I totally – the Timberwolves is the biggest surprise for me. I thought they are going to be a lot higher than where they are. They're 10th right now in the West. And yeah, I thought they are going to be like – at, yep. like top five at least carl anthony towns is still out it's gonna be a little bit longer i don't remember his exact return date but that certainly doesn't help that team you know start to click the yeah. lakers are a mess but even when uh, he was in when carl anthony towns was in he they weren't, yeah, they weren't that good they weren't playing good the lakers went <laughs> on a good winning streak but then they lost anthony davis and now they're all screwed up i think anthony ba- davis is the best player on that team oh yeah he and, was top five in the league this year so far yeah Absolutely. And when he's on the court, they're a very, very different team. LeBron, 20th year, just the absolute Iron Man, but he is not the best player on a team anymore. That's got to be a little bit weird for him. I am really Uh, surprised to see Oklahoma City so far down there because I hear so many things about Shea Shea Gillius Alexander, you know, just doing so good for the team. Yep. He's fantastic. But they're they're 12th. I was surprised to see that. So, yeah. It's not that surprising. I mean, they were. They had the number one pick for a reason. Well, I guess they didn't have the number one pick, but they were a lottery team for a reason. And that player that they drafted is, is out for the whole year. So they didn't really have a chance to get better. Yes, SGA has taken a huge step up. I don't think Josh Giddy has made the gains that they were hoping for. And maybe it'll take another year for him. Yeah. Who knows? I still think they're going to be good, but it's going to be two or three years out. Maybe. I don't know. I still feel like they have a lot of potential to do good this year too, but... Just, just a surprise to see. I, I, I could have sworn they're up there earlier this year. I thought they're yeah. A lot and well, and when you we're, we're talking about this, really, you know, the Thunder are sort of the end of that. The the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, and the Suns, and the Clippers. Holy smokes! The top five teams all have nineteen wins. Yep, and Utah Jazz nineteen. Uh, uh, the Jazz, yeah. The Kings have seventeen. They're they're less, but they're higher percentage. That threw me off. So mm-hmm. there's six teams that have nineteen wins. And the Thunder have 14. So that's five yeah, games right? in theory. They're six games back from first place. Uh, so it's really, really compacted and tight here. So it, that, I mean, that's why the Lakers could still be buyers, even though they're 13th place. They're six games out of first place. And even less, you know, looking at the play-in spot, they're two and a half games out of a play-in spot. They're, they're four games out of just outright being in the playoffs. So 
a lot can happen in that time. And the Warriors, certainly you expect them to get together. Um, Steph Curry has been out. and you He really, when Steph Curry doesn't play, is where I think he makes his best MVP case because they are a different team with him on the bench. Jordan mm-hmm. Poole is not Steph Curry. They paid him a lot of money. And it just, he doesn't have that same confidence, coolness, swag. I don't know what you yeah. want to call it. But when Steph Curry's on the court, it's night and day for this yep, Warriors team. Absolutely. And I, I understand, you know, where you make that case, you know, where he's MVP, but you can't win MVP if you're injured, you know, and that's, that's a bad thing. But yeah, he's definitely the most important piece on that team. Who do you think is the winning the MVP race right now, if you had a guess? I think it would be Luca, my guess. Luca, that's who that's who I'm going with as well. Although I think Jaws close. Yeah, Embiid is up there though. Embiid, I think you can make a case for Kevin Durant as well. Yeah, uh, even that's... on his off nights, he still contributes in other ways. It was going to be Anthony Davis if he was if he could if he stayed healthy. Yeah, yeah but he was out for he a just month. Can't do it. Oh, poor guy. So we mentioned that Anthony Davis, his nickname is Street Clothes because he's always hurt and he's never playing. Yeah, uh, you sent me an article with some other nicknames. And uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of these, some of these fun ones. Yeah, what were your favorites? There are a lot of really, really fun nicknames uh, in here. I forgot that Dennis Rodman was called the Worm. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> always. Yeah. I, I like that Brooke Lopez is called uh, Splash Mountain because he's seven foot and he shoots for three. He shoots okay from three as well. He's not like a terrible three throw shooter. And that's my favorite ride at shooter. Disneyland that they're going to retheme because it's racist now. It, yeah. <laughs> The, but yeah, going I, back in time, the round saying, mound of rebound with Charles Barkley. Is a good I was one. saying they should have instead of called him Brooke Lopez, they should have called him Damn Lopez because nothing could get through him. And but Brooks, you know, like a river Brook. I don't know. Call him Damn Lopez. <laughs> no, doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in silence. <laughs> uh, Luca has ten different nicknames. I'm gonna go through them real quick. The Matador, El Matador, Cool Hand. The Don, Wonder Boy, El Nino Marvilla, Swaggy L, Luca Legend, Too Easy, Luca Magic. What's your favorite of those? I like Cool Hand. There's a there's an old movie called Cool Hand Luke. Uh, so Cool Hand is kind of a, kind of a fun nickname for that. My favorite's the one that Booker had on his shirt. I don't. I gotta look it up though. What was that one? <laughs> you said this before the podcast, and I told you I didn't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it. I'm gonna. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny i can't even remember what it is i just remember the just laughing so hard at it though i'll try to find it all right try to find that it's like cry baby luca or something like that (laughs) um the luca special luca special that's what it was that's not a nickname though he was wearing it yeah he was wearing the shirt on the uh, booker was wearing a shirt that said luca special and he was making fun of luca for you know, no, I always understand flopping what it, and everything I understand like that. what it means, hilarious. but that's not a nickname. You're not calling him, there's Luca, the Luca special. That's not a nickname. That's a, if anything, that's like a special move that he has. No, that's, that's our nickname for Luca. Luca special. That's not my nickname. <laughs> that's Hashtag my not my one. nickname. Or crybaby Luca. I like that one too. Crybaby Luca. Yeah. Dude, that guy seriously so cries every time best... he gets slapped or touched. Oh, it's as not just I, him. It's I'm not just, just him. There's a lot of players. Yeah, and he's going to win MVP for that. Get out of here. John Wall's nickname is Optimus Dime. That one <laughs> nice. made me laugh. Uh, Clay Thompson, Big Smokey. I don't don't understand that one at all. Because he's on fire. Dario, how do you say his last name? Dario Saric. Yeah, Saric. Saric, Super Dario. Yeah, fantastic. 
Uh, Rudy Gobert has a lot of different ones. The French connection or the French rejection was one, uh, but the Gobert report also made me <laughs> laugh. Cool. I like the Stifle Tower. Stifle Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Mason Plumley, Plum Dog Millionaire. Just oh, Brooke Lopez, Bropez. There you go. Kind of combining his names. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Austin Reeves, Hillbilly Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Jose Alvarado, Grand Theft Alvarado. Yes, that's my probably my favorite. I saw that one. That was like the best one. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, World Be Flat. Mm, and then, right. uh, Evan Fournier. 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 Uh, Fournier. Sure. Evan Fournier. Uh, his nickname is Don't Google because apparently that's also a life-threatening bacteria that's found <laughs> on a protruding part of the body that you don't want to see when you Google things. Nice. Everyone Google it. So don't Google that. <laughs> uh, Allen Iverson was the answer. Gary Payton was the glove, the dream, Hakeem the dream. Yep. The Greek freak obviously is a great one. Vince Sanity was Vince Carter, but didn't they also use that for Jeremy? Oh, that was Lynn Sanity, Jeremy Lynn. Yep. Yeah. You know, one of my favorites from back in the day was Mailman for Carl Malone. Carl Malone, the, the mailman. mailman. Yeah. Yep. He would just deliver it to the hoop. Special delivery. Carl Malone, special delivery. Uh, that's all the nicknames that jumped out to me. There were there were some other funny ones on there. So do a do a Google search for worst NBA nicknames, best <laughs> NBA nicknames. I feel bad for Aaron Gordon and Eric Gordon, who are both have the nickname Air Gordon, which is just a very fair, unfair comparison to the great Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan has one of the best ones, right? Air Jordan. Yeah, Air Jordan. Yeah. What was Charles Barkley? Sir Charles? The They called him Sir Charles, but it was also the round the round mound of rebound. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. It's just stupid. <laughs> I feel like there was another one I'm missing too. There's probably. The worm. Yeah, we talked about that one already. Uh the other one that Oh shoot, I just scrolled away from it. Oh, it was Kobe was the Black Mambo. How did he get yeah. that nickname? Do you know? Do you know the history of that mm. one? I could look it up real quick, but I don't know if I you want to look understood. up what that was. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But no, I, I don't remember exactly. Does it relate to his uh, protruding body part? <laughs> I, I, maybe. You never know at that one. So was it, maybe see. he was just wearing some Mamba shoes, you know? So you don't know is what you're saying, Ronnie. <laughs> I don't. Uh, have you ever heard... Like, why, I, do they, why do they call Kobe the Black Mamba? Did you ever hear the Suns podcast, or not the podcast, but the the Suns announcers? They're always like trying to push new nicknames too, and some of them are just horrible. I can't think of any right now, but they just make me laugh, you know. When they they kind of try a nickname, and then like Eddie oh, Johnson will yeah, just kind of like yeah. he's just silent, and they just start cracking up. Like he's like, no, that that's that's a horrible <laughs> that's nickname. There, were, I used to watch a lot of baseball, and they tried to name one of the one of the players. They give him the nickname the Sheriff. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Stop. I almost think of like Mean Girls. Stop trying to make that happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kobe Kobe took, picked the nickname himself from the movie Kill Bill, where an assassin uses a Black Mamba snake to kill another character. So mm. he decided he was the Black Mamba because he is an assassin with the basketball, with something. I don't know. It's not a good story a good at nickname. all. <laughs> yeah. It ended up no, being a really a good nickname. Story. Yeah. But it's just not a good story of how it came to. You just saw There's the another player. Is it Kevin Kevin Herter that they call the Red Mamba? Oh, no, did a, they? 
Let's see if I can find. Yes, Kevin Herter is the Red Mamba, which is also <laughs> a sad nickname. Just because he had red hair. He's a, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a ginger. Yeah, should have called him Red Rocket. I like that one better. It isn't. It? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that means something else. That's a protruding body part. <laughs> yeah. uh, Laurie Barcannon, Laurie Bird, or Laurie Legend. So that's certainly close to Larry. Markinen. No, he's not that good. Markinen. What did I say? Markinen? Yeah. We used to say Markinen because that's how I thought it was, but it's Markinen. That's how they've been saying it up now. every week okay. just to completely mess with people. You know, the other day I did say Pascal Siakam's name correctly. I think I did nice. it there too. Yeah, you did. Good job. Two, that's the first time ever. Two in a row, guys. Two in a row and it's it's only 11 in the morning. It's Pac- uh, that's- Pascal Siakam. I can't even say it wrong. Siakam. <laughs> Pascal Siakam. Yeah, I got it now. Good Ryan. job, it's, man. It's it's ingrained. It's it's muscle memory now. Sweet. Until the next time I try to say it, and I'll mess it up. Uh, that's all I got, Ronnie. Christmas Day games are coming up. This should be some exciting matchups. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. Christmas Eve. There is no basketball on Christmas Eve. That's going to be Saturday, the 24th. That's going to be NFL Day. So yeah. uh, I mentioned this on the daily recaps, but. Reach out to us on the JNR fan line if you're interested in doing a daily fantasy on either Saturday or Sunday for NFL or basketball, NBA. Uh, sign up at Underdog Fantasy with promo code JNR to get a deposit match of up to $100. And then send us a text on the JNR fan line and say, hey, nerds, I want to challenge you to a daily fantasy. And if you beat us, you will get a special prize in addition to the payout from Underdog Fantasy. Uh, so sign up. Don't delay. Sign up today. Yep. What do you say? <laughs> uh, that's all I got, Ronnie. Anything you want to add before uh, we sign off for the holiday? No, that's it. I'm good. All right. Well, Merry thanks Christmas. guys for listening, and Merry Christmas. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs>